0: It's the odd, odd, odd to Newfoundland. Ghostly greetings from your host, Jonathan. 31 days of Halloween. (laughs) My precious. know, whenever I think the word goblin, I think a golem from Lord of the Rings. But, you know, they're not necessarily the same thing. And... I kind of thought it'd be kind of cool to do it, like my own little cryptic corner here. I know we haven't had one in a long time on the show, but there's actually a real world, you know, explanation for goblins. And I think it's really, really cool that they're part of pretty much every culture there is. Scattered across the most foreboding mountains and deep in the darkest mines exist some of the most malicious, dangerous, and evil little creatures known to folklore. Just waiting for an opportunity to steal your most precious belongings The goblin roams the earth in a variety of different shapes and statures and isn't exactly what you would call a human's best friend. So what the heck is a goblin? A goblin, or other spellings from different languages include goblin, 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 or gobbling, is a mischievous and usually very unpleasant, vengeful, and greedy thing whose primary purpose is to cause trouble to humankind. This is the most common type according to European folklore anyway. There's a smaller population of goblins, however, that possess a kinder or more neutral temperament. Regardless of the type, though, all goblins are rumored to hold various kinds of special abilities, often magical in nature. Some goblins possess more fairy-like powers, similar to those of a witch or warlock. Other types of goblins have more demonic abilities, only using their magic to do harm. Many people associate the goblin with trolls, as they have an undesirable appearance and aren't the most benevolent creatures. However, unlike trolls who are said to reside under bridges and... and kind of reside under bridges and in forests, the goblin typically makes a home for itself in the mountains, just waiting for an opportunity, usually deep into the night, to snatch highly valued items such as gold and jewelry. So what do these little guys look like? Well, there's actually different types. The appearance of a goblin varies quite dramatically depending on its country of origin, although most types of goblin are known for having quite unruly hair and green colored skin. What many people don't know is that there's actually 10 different types of goblins. These types are often referred to as sub-races, and each sub-race will typically have a distinct appearance and also a set of abilities. When most people think of a goblin, their imaging is usually a type known as a trow or a kobold. Trows have the ability to morph in a human-like form. However, they are usually small in stature with an ugly appearance. Kobolds are more the stereotypical goblin with an appearance similar to the house elf known as Dobby in the Harry Potter series. Give him a sock and let him go, folks. Some of the more malevolent types tend to be known as hobgoblins. Now, hobgoblins are known for their dark, shaggy hair and most closely related to the mythical creatures known as brownies. They don't mean to cause harm and are widely known for their practical jokes. Hobgoblins also tend to have better relationships with humans. The knocker is quite similar to the hobgoblin, both temperament and appearance. It makes its home in a mine and often befriends human mine workers, so as long as they stay on its good side. The fuka is also similar to the hobgoblin attitude, yet takes the form of a dark black horse. Another black, yet very small subrace of goblin is the bogey. The bogey is extremely difficult to kill due to its size. The friendliest goblin is known as the hogboon. Some say that it doesn't even look or act like a goblin at all. The Tengu is another subrace, race which sometimes mimics the appearance of dog-like, dog-like Chinese demons, but more often takes the form of a bird. Tengus are respected by Buddhists as guardian spirits, despite their demonic nature. The Calican's arrow derives from Greek mythology and possesses a very long and lean appearance. Lastly, we have the kolkasu, a type of goblin different from most others, as it besides and resides in the sea and resembles a mermaid. Unlike a mermaid, however, colseus are very dangerous and unkind to humans. So, there are so many types, they're all over the world. What exactly are their origins, though? Goblins originated in the 14th century and are most prevalent in northwestern Europe, Scandinavia, the British Isles, and the United States. The name goblin is said to derive from the old French spelling of goblin. However, it is also rumored to have a German, Greek, and Latin roots with an overall negative connotation. Goblinus was the name of a devil or demon haunting the country of Normandy. Goblins were first popularized in tales from the Middle Ages. So there are some related creatures and stuff like that I'd like to get into before I close this one because goblins sometimes just get a bad rap because they take all the... much negative connotations from other creatures that are actually different but related many mythical creatures resemble the appearance and nature of the goblin just some of these creatures are elves fairies gremlins ogres trolls and gnomes gnomes are similar to goblins in a variety of ways most noticeably in their appearance small and stout with pointy ears and often long matted beard many people know gnomes as a little ceramic statue that sit quietly in their garden that is until they mysteriously disappear gnomes like goblins are known to be fond of playing tricks and actually are rumored to reside in dwellings underground similar to many types of goblins fairies are similar goblins primarily with respect to their magical mythical nature fairies have special abilities as do goblins many people know gremlins as the naughty mischievous little creatures from the classic 1980s written by chris columbus i mean i love gremlins gizmo is like a major part of christmas you know just a little off topic here i really think the nightmare before christmas And Gremlins, the first movie, are like required to watch. I think you should watch The Nightmare Before Christmas on, you know, October 31st, and I think you should watch The Gremlins movie like probably on December 1st. (laughs) Gremlins have a tendency to cause harm just for fun, specifically through dismantling machinery. Goblins are similar to Gremlins in that they're also known for destroying things. Elves, goblins, are often practical jokers and possess a similar appearance, most notably on account of their pointy ears. Ogres and trolls have many similarities to one another, but also have many of the same attributes as goblins. All are hideous, unkind, and like to cause trouble for the most part, but luckily, they don't kill and eat us like some other things. (laughs) Who's your favorite goblin? Mine's easy. That'd be Norman Osborn, the green goblin from (laughs) Spider-Man. Anyway, guys, I hope you're having fun gobbling down your Halloween candy by now. I I, I, I really waited all month to say that lame, lame joke. And I hope you guys come back tomorrow before the goblins run off with our next episode. Take care.